0: Homestead is a legal, title, a legal life estate granted to the owners of a family home. It provides protection from the forced state of the home to satisfy debts up to a certain amount. Welcome to Estates and Interests in Real Estate. In this episode, we're going to talk about estates and real property. Take notes. An estate is defined as the degree, quantity, nature, or extent of interest in real property. There are many types of interests in real estate which are known as estates or tenancies. These terms are interchangeable, so be careful of this on the exam. Interests in real estate fall under two major categories, freehold and non-freehold interest. Freehold interest refer to ownership. Non-freehold refer to possessory rights that don't include ownership, usually a rental, also known as less-than-freehold or leasehold. Let's focus on freeholds. Freehold interests confer ownership, and there are a number of different types. The highest form of ownership is known as a fee, simple, absolute. The owner has the right to use it, exclusively possess it, commit waste upon it, dispose of it by deed or will, and take its fruits. A fee simple represents absolute ownership of land, and therefore, the owner can do whatever they choose with the land. If that owner dies without a will or intestate, the land will descend to their heirs. The interest in this case is intended to be indefinite and are only limited by public and private restrictions such as zoning and building codes. The next type of freehold interest is known as fee simple defeasible. Think of it as defeatable because it has limits or restrictions and can be lost if violated. It has conditions, in other words, and if triggered, ownership can revert back to the owner. Pay close attention. There are two forms of defeasible interest. Fee simple, determinable, which is automatically lost when the limitation is violated. Then there is a fee simple subject to a condition subsequent, which is lost when legal action is brought pursuant to the violation of the limitation. The next type of freehold estate is in the form of a life estate. Life estates are freehold interests that only exist as long as the owner of the property is alive. This person is known as the life tenant. The life tenant's deed will state who receives the life estate. This person who receives the estate is usually a remainder man. So, upon the death of the life tenant, their deed will state who receives the estate and what is called a habendum clause. There are several different types of life estates life estate in reversion, when the life tenant dies, legal title will transfer back to the original grantor, life estate in remainder. When life tenant dies, legal title will transfer to some third party, originally named by the grantor. The third party is the remainderman. Pour archivis. In this case, the estate is based not on the life's tenant's term of life, but for another's life. Just remember, pour vie is Old French meaning for another's life. For example... A man conveyed a home to his father's caretakers for as long as his father lives. When his father dies, ownership of home reverts to the original owner. The caretakers in this case are the life tenants. The next type of life estate is known as a legal life estate. Legal life estates are created by law. Terms to know are courtesy and dower. Courtesy is a husband's life estate in the real estate of his deceased wife. Dower is the life estate that a wife has in a real estate of her deceased husband. This means that upon the death of the owning spouse, the surviving spouse has a right to either a one-half or a one-third interest in the real property. During the lifetime of the parties, the right is just the possibility of an interest it is considered incohate or incomplete until the death of a spouse. If the owning spouse dies, the dower or courtesy becomes consummate or complete. Courtesy and dower rights have been abolished in many states and replaced by the Uniform Probate Code elective share rules made in the deceased spouse's will. Just a, a side note, Due to any possible future interests, it is always advisable to obtain both spouse's signatures on listing and contract agreements, even though only one of the parties may be the owner of record of the property. Other interests created by state law include homestead and community properties. Usually you can only have one homestead at a time. Community property consists of all property acquired by either spouse during the marriage. Any conveyance or encumbrance on community property requires the signature of both spouses. Upon the death of one spouse, the survivor automatically owns one half of the community property. The other half is distributed according to the deceased's will. If the deceased died without a will, the other half is inherited by the survivor or by the deceased other's heirs, depending on state law. The only property not subject to the community property statutes in these states is separate property, which is owned by either spouse prior to the marriage or acquired by either spouse during marriage through gift, devise, or descent. That was a lot of material to cover, I bet, which is why I advise you to take notes and even play the episode back. Also, it's important to know a life tenant has a present interest to the real estate subject to the life estate, while the remainder man holds future interests. This means the life tenant may not cause damage to the property, compromise it legally, or put it at risk of foreclosure because it would compromise the remainder man's future interests. Otherwise, the life tenant can enjoy the full bundle of rights, but anything they do while alive is undone upon their death. As a result, a client would probably not want to buy or rent property subject to a life estate. Let's discuss leasehold estates briefly. A leasehold estate is one of predetermined duration through a lease. An owner transfers to a tenant the right who exclusively possess and use the property for a specific period of time. Since the leasehold estate is not in a state of ownership, the ownership interest remains with the landlord as an estate in reversion. Leasehold estates are classified as being definite or indefinite. The four most important leasehold estates are, estate for years, estate from period to period, estate at will, and estate at sufferance. The legal specifics of the relationship between landlord and tenant will be discussed in detail in the episode on leases. For now, this is your real estate prep, step-by-step.